Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am super stoked that you are here. And today I am sitting down with Rev Max. Um, Super, super stoked about that. His story is really, really inspiring. And I really feel like there's a pattern because every interview that I've had so far has been through Clubhouse. So, which again, I say it every time, if you are not on this app, please get on it now because there are epic humans on there that you could build incredible connections with. But Max, I kind of wanted to throw the mic to you and kind of share a little bit of your story and then we're going to kind of dig in a little bit deeper. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. And um, anytime I can you know, share my story and uh, speak life is an incredible opportunity. And um, the way we got connected through Pitter, I was obviously an amazing person as well. Um, so anyone that she connects me with, I definitely trust her judgment and um, just the type of person she is. You know, I, I think she only attracts great people into her life. And and um, if they're not so great people, you know, she'll act accordingly. You know, she's, she's tough and, and straightforward. And uh, um, yeah, she's powerful. Um, so shout out to Pitter. Um, yeah, she sent me the, when she sent me the text of like what you had said. She she was I think it was like if you if you tell me it's cool, yeah, like get her to contact me. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Just trusting her judgment, you know, her perspective, and um, how we got connected is Clubhouse as well. So um, I think Clubhouse. Um, I mean, naturally, like I said, we align and attract with with um, you know like like vibrational people, same same people. Um, like-minded people, like-hearted people. Um, so, so when an app like Clubhouse, um, that that just happens virtually in a very like uh, really miraculous way. You know, you have all these different topics. Um, and then of course there's topics on maybe the the lower um, vibrational, you know, at lower energy kind of side of things as well. Um, but when you start following the people, you the certain people um, being in certain clubs, um, identifying with with certain people. Um, uh, obviously that contributes to the algorithm and, and you see more of these rooms, you see more of these people and you find yourself in the, in the same spaces with these people consistently. And, and that's what I found uh, with breakfast with champions, um, which, um, you know, attracts a lot of people has very large crowds. and It's very, very successful. Um, on clubhouse, you know, um, throughout the day, they probably have, you know, tens of thousands of, of listeners. Um, at mm-hmm. this point, they have uh, 15 hours of programming, which they recently, um, recently did. Um, but yeah, I was able to go an event with it within a week of, of me coming back from Italy from playing professional football. And, and I was, uh, as I told you before, I was in Italy with, with clubhouse. Um, and it gave me this, um, opportunity and, and, and tool to, to continue to connect with people who, um, speak English, are American, um, who I can kind of share uh, my, my feelings and my, my, my thoughts on it and just in a more intimate and profound way. Um, in Italy, there's only a few people um, who I had who spoke English, um, you know, at a, at a pretty high level. But still, even in, the, in that case, it's hard to articulate yourself to, to a full extent. Um, um, and especially during, you know, these, these last uh, 19 months was, was when I was in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went there, you know, for football on, a, on American football contract. And um, I was there for three months before the whole lockdown started. The lockdown was a, was a week before our first game. Um, so um, 
it was a uh, yeah a whole shock in, in a new world. So um obviously all this um all this adversity, all these different challenges um provided yeah the the, the like I said those circumstances where Clubhouse was just a, such a unique tool, um but also full immersion into the Italian culture. So um, I, I do love um exploring. Um, learning new cultures, learning new languages. Um, I, I studied Mandarin Chinese in, in college and I minored in Mandarin. Um, and I also studied Spanish when I was younger. So this was just another opportunity to learn a new language and, and like I said, experience a new culture and new people. So it's been a, a whole um, series of just, you know, incredible full spectrum events, you know, the, the best of the best and even some of the worst of the worst when I was in Italy as well. No, you have, yeah, that's incredible. And you have an incredible, you have a really inspiring story and kind of, kind of let's start from the beginning of, cause let's start you from the beginning of your football career, because that's kind of where it started. So yeah. kind of talk about that a little bit and where you are now. Okay. So I started playing football when I was three years old. Um, I also started playing basketball and soccer as well when I was three. Um, so I was always uh, very inclined in the sports. Um, my, my mother and father both went to University of Connecticut um, for sports. My mom's soccer and my dad track. Um, and and um, I had some other aunts and uncles who played. One of my aunts um, is actually in the Soccer Hall of Fame. Her name's Joy Fawcett. And she um, she was on the team that won the first um, ever gold medal um, for women's soccer. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she's just just incredible resume, incredible human. Um, so so these different people were, were examples early in my life of, you know, just excellence through sports. Um, but also in life and just um, as, as a, per, a person in general. Um, I think an excellent person is someone, obviously, who just loves himself and loves others um, consistently. Um, and, and I definitely had a lot of those people in my life uh, from an early age. Um, and But, but yeah, so so football, I started um, yeah, when I was three years old um, and, and continued, um, obviously, all the way until this point, um, over 20 years now. Um, but um, I've, I've been in high school. I was an All-American for football. Um, even though basketball was my first love, I, I had a tough coach in basketball. Um, one of those people just didn't really want the best for us, more and more and more used us than inspired uh, to, to get the best out of us. Um, it, it felt like we weren't on the same team, unfortunately. Um, so so I, I, I ran into to that um, kind of adversity, and that, and that filled me even more to football because um, um, I uh, became an All-American my sophomore year, and then as well as my junior and senior year, then I had a the opportunity to choose what, what school to go to from a lot of different options, um, uh, full ride scholarship um, opportunities. And I was committed to the USC um, University of Southern California. Um, it's close to home. I had uh, different teammates who went there and, and they had recruited me for a long time. Um, but they ended up getting these sanctions because um, Reggie Bush was um, basically got in trouble for, for accepting different uh, benefits him and his family so he, mm. he um they weren't allowed to go to the national championship they, they they had all these restrictions on them so a lot of people transferred including me so i ended up going to, to notre dame um and they were um number one in the country at the time and went to the national championship and lost alabama got destroyed um but um for me it was it was a um, the best option is in terms of academics football and like alumni those were like my top three things i was evaluating schools on and then they're, yeah, obviously exceptional in all three of those categories. So I decided to go for it. Um, I also kind of wanted to get out and explore and, and kind of be somewhere new um, other than Southern California. Um, a lot of people from Orange County call it the Orange County bubble because you um, you kind of get um, into this lifestyle of, of, you know, materialism and we're in the best place in the world and what more could I want? You know, the, just, just things like that, things of that nature. So I definitely wanted to explore and, and just experience different different places. Um, and um yeah, so then I went to Notre Dame, and, and uh, I was uh, I minored in Mandarin Chinese and business economics, and majored in philosophy. 
Um, I was 12 credits from graduating when I actually got dismissed um, um, from the university. Me and four of my teammates um, got pulled over when um, my teammate was speeding and had a, a taillight out. Um, and we had a weed and, and a gun in the car. Um, um, three of my teammates from, from uh, that incident were from Florida. And it was kind of normal um, to, to have a gun on them. Um, they even felt it was necessary at a lot of times. Um, that's, the, you know, the kind of culture and mindset they came from. Mm. Um, so, so we, we just didn't really think over that decision. Um, you know, it, it was, it was something that it was kind of like just, just in case, or maybe we'll go to the shooting range. Um, I don't know, just, just, just one of those decisions that, um, sh- should have demanded a lot more thought and, and really just, um, and just, you know, like, like, like why, uh, even just a simple question, like, why, why do we need this? Um, but it was one of those moments where, um, I wasn't a leader and, and I'd been, uh, you know, captains of teams in the past and, and I, and I like to be someone who, you know, wants the best for others, inspires the best for others. And, and in that moment, it, I, I definitely was not that person, you know? Mm. Um, so, so that, that was one of the main lessons I learned from that as well, as well as many others. Um, so for, for me, I'm at a point um, in my life that I'm thankful for um, to, to be able to look back and say like, you know, I learned these lessons at a young age um, before, you know, I let these maybe thought systems, habits, belief systems, um, you know, really hurt me in, in, in the long term of my life, you know, um, because this, this happened when I was 21. Um, oh, do, do, you, do you have a question? Or you... I was going to, so I was going to say like, cause you're, you're going to go into like where you are now, but what I was going to say is, cause a lot of people that, you know, deal with a situation like that, go in one direction, you know, go yeah. in that not so good direction. So what kind of framed you into going into the other direction which was the right direction yeah so so at first um i just got dismissed from the team um my coach told me i would still finish my degree because i like i said i only had 12 credits and one semester left it's going to graduate in 3.5 years with a major in philosophy and minors in mandarin chinese and business economics um so i was still in school for eight weeks and i actually got dismissed from school um so i had a lot of extra time to think you know like what who who am i like why am i making decisions that don't serve my best and, and highest good. Why am I putting myself in jeopardy? You know, different things like this. Um, because I realized that, you know, the, even the, the worst decisions that I make, like that, that doesn't define me. That's, that's not mm-hmm. the type of person I am, the type of being, the type of soul essence, you know, that I am. Um, bad decisions, you know, um, it's just a matter of um, not processing and learning from the things I've gone through. Um, Cause everyone has different traumas, experiences, um, meets all types of people, um, but it, but it's how you process and learn from from all those different events, those different people, and how you obviously implement it into your life and act, act consistently. Um, just really consistency is is um, an, an incredible lesson that I also learned um, in football um, as well as just life. Um, because in football, if if you make a, you know one wrong play, it could, it could affect the entire game. Um, they, could, they could score a touchdown and and it could change yeah, like like said, the entire outcome. Um, so. This, this is the same in life as well and, and that consistency and, and just um, staying centered. You know, there's so many different things that go on in our life that are, you know, um, influence us in a maybe a fear-based way or scarcity mindset, all these different things, you know, especially in the media, entertainment, all these different things um, it's a, to throw us off center. So so it's just so invaluable to, to be able to learn these lessons and, and know who you are and stay, be able to stay centered in these different situations, which which is, um, yeah, definitely a lesson I also learned in, in, to, a, to a whole greater extent um, as well. Um, but, but the main thing for me is, is like I said, I, I just always knew that um, the type of person I am and, and um, that my bad decisions didn't define me at all and, and that um, 
you know, uh, every, every breath is a new breath. You know, every time we wake up, it's a new day um, where, where our bodies are constantly healing itself, regenerating. Um, so there's, there's, there's limitless opportunities for us at all. times. So when we, when we tap into that, it's a, it's a, it's a special thing, you know, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a whole new level of awareness. It's very true. Very true. And I think also, do you feel like you had to build a different community too? Like, did you, cause I mean, or are you still kind of friends with that community that you were with? Yeah. Um, so the, my, my, my head coach who I had, um, there, a, a lot of people had different, you know, at, um, adversities with them. Um, so the, the people did kind of know how we operated. So, so people empathized with that. Um, obviously, um, making that decision and, and leaving in that manner alienated me from a lot of people, um, unfortunately, but, um, I do stay in contact with, with a lot of my teammates. Um, um, I'm still very well received with the alumni and, and that's how it's always been. Um, you know, I've, I made a lot of connections with people and, and, and uh, many times they've, they've, you know, seen the type of person I am. Um, I did everything I could on the field, um, practice, you know, I wanted the best for my teammates and others. And, you know, I, I consistently showed that cause that's, that's the type of person I am. Like, I understand when, when you win, I win, you know, when mm-hmm. everyone else wins, mm-hmm. we're, we're all winning, you know, it's, it's, um, we're better together, you know? So, um, that's, uh, that's, that's the type of person I am. So, so just, just that, um, you know, helped me keep a lot of, a lot of different relationships and connections. And, and, um, I'm also very active reconnecting with people and, and, um, and understand like what I just said. So, so I consistently, you know, take action to, to stay connected with people, um, reignite relationships, check up on like, you know, my friends or just, if I'm thinking about them, send them a message, you know, um, I think, um, especially in these times as well, it's, it's very important to, to just kind of show up for each other. No, that's so true. So true. And so you now have this, you have the book out or are you in the works of making this book or is the book out? Yeah. So the, the book's going to be released like during holiday season, like holiday times. So talk a little bit about um, that. Yeah. How did that come yeah, into fruition? So, yeah. It's called Mental Health Warriors. Um, and it's a co-authoring project where um, different athletes um, basically were offered the opportunity to kind of share their story in, in a book form. Um, and uh, how they overcame maybe mental health challenges or different um, challenges they had with their mentality or, or mindset at different points in their lives and how they overcame um, it and, and bounced back from it. Um, and for me, my, my mental health experiences um, mostly focused on my college experience um, because I was, in a, I was in an environment where, you know, we, we were verbally abused. So um, I, I, I really, for the first time in my life, kind of second-guessed my, myself um, and, and my confidence and, and kind of um, overanalyzed everything I was doing, you know, just um, um, hyper, hypercritical of myself in a, in a way that um, it, it wasn't um, like abundance-based and, and for thriving and a growth mindset. It was more like um, the, the opposite, you know, which, which is stuff uh, I definitely don't resonate with. So um, I was, you know, college, college in general is a very toxic environment. You know, the parting, the, the, the drugs, the um, staying up super late to study and not getting much sleep and, um, all these different stuff, um, as well as bouncing football and stuff is, is, uh, you know, it's a, a very unique environment. Um, and, and especially at Notre Dame, we knew that it would be like some of the, the hardest times of our lives to, to get to the best points of our lives because, um, you know, obviously the sacrifice and commitment and time and energy that goes to academics, um, as well as football, um, in that balance, uh, as well as social life and maintaining our peace of mind, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a little different from other sports because football, um, um, we're, we're smashing our heads against each other, um, you know, 90% of the time. Um, even in the offseason in, in spring football, we had, um, you know, full pad practice three times a week uh, for two hours um, at, at 
you know, meeting meetings at 6 a.m. Um, so just long days. And like I said, the, the physical, um, the physical, I mean, trauma on your body, but the physical just uh, like wear and tear and, and, and demands of, of, of the of football is just, yeah, something that's completely different from, you know, any other sport. Um, so, so it also gave me an opportunity to get more in tune with myself in, in that nature as well. Like my body, what does my body need to thrive? Like, um, I got, that's when I started meditating consistently. It was around like 19, 19, 20 years old and, um, and, you know, getting into yoga and, and, um, you know, exploring different stuff like that. Um, as far as, um, practices that connect the mind and body and using the breath to heal the body, stimulate healing your body and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I went on a couple of tangents there. No, I, I no, and it's great. Like, no, I love everything that you're saying. And I think because that was going to be my next question in regards to because football in general is strenuous. <laughs> like, I mean, I grew up around football. My like, I had a couple of family members that went to um, they played a college ball and and in the NFL. So I yeah. yeah, I like I watch it and I'm like, I how do you handle that? <laughs> like literally you're you're attacking each other and i mean it could be your first game on the field and you could hurt yourself and you won't play anymore so i know you were saying kind of some of the things that you do mentally and keep your mental health strong but what kind of what other things do you do to kind of center yourself yeah yeah um now at this point in my life i've become aware and, and and practice different like energy healing um stuff so there's a lot of different um, types of energy healing from like Reiki to, um, mm. you know, just doing breath work because it is a type of, of, of energy healing because you're, you're utilizing your breath and, and the, the energy within the oxygen air and, and taking it into your body and, and utilize um, it to, you know, circulate blood flow to, there's a lot, I mean, I can go on like the energetic and spiritual side and I was, I can also go on the science, the scientific side um, because, you know, they're intertwined um, and, and uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of times throughout, obviously history it's a science versus like religion or spirituality um when when obviously they're they're maybe on two sides of the same spectrum you know and, and they're, they're forever interconnected intertwined um so yeah i just have to get that in there but um mm-hmm. yeah as far as taking care of my body um you know acupuncture um you know physical therapy massage therapy um hot baths cold baths sauna steam room cryotherapy there's just there's, there's a lot of different um you know techniques that i came into contact uh, hyperbaric chamber you know, through football um, and, and just, um, you know, exploring what's best for my body and best for recovery um, that, you know, I just obviously still implement um, and that I, you know, want to will consistently do throughout my life. Um, um, but yeah, also, I also um, enjoy yoga as well. I like to do yoga on the beach. It's some of my favorite mm-hmm. um, things mm-hmm. to do um, I'm from Orange County. And it's just uh, a beach is a special place for me. I, I love nature and, and um, I'm also very, aware of the healing properties that, that, uh, nature has, you know, the, the natural resonance that, that the earth gives off, you know, so grounding and earthing when you walk barefoot in sand or grass, whatever it may be. Um, these are, these are, um, you know, different, different techniques, uh, related to nature that, that could that, uh, heal yourself and, um, just bring, bring your peace of mind are just incredible for the body and mind in a lot of different ways. Um, so I'd, I'd say those are, those are some of my favorite, some of my preferred ones. Yeah. Those are all great. Those are, yeah, yeah those are all great. And kind of going back to your whole story in, in regards to like, cause I mean, you, you came from this like serious situation and you came above it. Mm. What kind of tips can you give to those like listening that have dealt with 
a situation, not necessarily like yours, but in kind of like life is just all negative and I'm, I've been in the situation and I can't get myself out. Yeah. What kind of tips can you give to find, I guess, that light or like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I would say it's all about transmuting and, and, and alchemizing the past mm-hmm. alchemizing as in like transforming from maybe lower vibrational or something bad into good or, or better. Um, that's, that's how I, I basically def- define alchemizing. Um, so you need to reframe your story, you know, you need to re- reframe what, um, the memories, the, the, the bad experiences, whatever that you experience that you keep telling yourself, um, th- that's, what's creating it uh, again for you. Um, you know, um, um, I, I, I like Bruce Lipton and, and Joe Dispenza a lot. Um, they get into the, the more science, um, neuro side of, um, basically the, the fact that we can, we can uh, reprogram our minds. We can, re- um, we can create our own reality. Um, and, and we do that by introducing new ideas, introducing new thought systems, belief systems, and, and habitually, um, integrating them, you know, and, and, um, giving more energy and focus to them. So, and strengthening those connections rather than, you know, maybe the scarcity or fear based or, you know, whatever we went through. And, and one of the, one of Joe Spencer's favorite, uh, like one of the, my, my favorite quotes from him is that, um, basically you're either, um, you're either recreating, um, your past from, from your memories, like re- recreating your, your past or, or you're, um, creating from a vision of the future. Um, mm. um you know, it's, it's either one or the other. And, um, you know, obviously we're living the now, the now is all we have, but, um, if, if you're not creating from the now or, or, um, striving or, um, you know, creating from a vision of the future, then, then you're just re- recreating from the past, you know? Um, and, and, um, so, so that, that definitely sticks with me. And then, um, so, so I would say just, just practical steps, like, um, increase the self-love, increase the self-care, um, like just right off the bat, um, whether that's, um, I don't know, taking time off from work or whether that's, um, going, getting, doing a spa day on the weekend. Um, you know, there's, there's so many different, different ways that, that people, you know, do self-care and self-love. Uh, but, um, I would, I would say increase that uh, immediately. Um, and then, um, try something new, um, that, that you haven't done before, whether it's like journaling or, um, a dream journal, writing your dreams down when you have dreams or meditating you can start at one minute you can start at two minutes set a timer for one minute or two minutes and understand that or and just basically tell yourself i don't don't have to worry about anything i don't have to do anything for until this timer goes off you know and for me that was um how i got started in college um because that was like um just the kind of tangible and linear like for Mm -hmm. for me um at that time i wasn't very connected to to the the feminine side the the left side of the brain you know um we we Every human, everything has um, both feminine and masculine uh, properties, principles, um, both sides to it. Um, you know, um, when we're able to identify and, and connect with both of those sides, um, both those sides of the brain, both those aspects in our being, um, it opens up a whole new awareness, obviously. Um, so um, it's just setting a, a timer and saying, you know, like, until the timer like rings, like I don't have to do anything. I don't have to think about anything. I'm just right. going to think about my breath. You know, I'm just going to, to breathe and whatever thought comes, I'm just going to let it go. I'm not going to, you know, let, let it, let it uh, bug me, let it freak me out or whatever, uh, stimulate me. Um, so that's how I started, you know? And then, and then after that, it, it built up to 30 and an hour, you know, more and more. So um, I can, uh, de- I can definitely like feel like just like your spiritual side. Like I can feel it. Like uh, you're, you're so, you're very like Zen. 
Like I, oh, like I, I just feel it. I don't know if it's the California <laughs> vibe, but uh, and but just what you experienced in your life. Like I could feel like a like a calming almost. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I um, I do pride myself on being articulate as well. Mm-hmm. Like at a young age, I felt like that was very important, and, and people um like value that a lot. So, um, at this point in my life, I I think I'm very um very effective at really just communicating like who I am and 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 like. Uh, and, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm at peace with that. You know, I've been, I had times, like I told you, where I really had to search and find out what, what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had times where I had tendencies and habits that didn't serve me at all, you know? Um, and, um, that's, that's something I still obviously consistently have to, uh, work through, you know, it's an everyday process, right. you know, it's, um, we have these thoughts that come from memories, our past, um, they, they might pop up at, at any time, you know, throughout our day. It's, it's our job to, you know, obviously utilize that and, accordingly um and uh, yeah not let it uh, throw us off track or you know whatever direction or whatever aligned with it at this point you know right um yeah i usually so i have a couple of more questions i usually do love ending my interview on this question but you already wrote a book so i'm not going to ask it <laughs> okay. yeah i mean actually so so i i, I guess you didn't really i guess finish like talking about mental health warriors so yeah yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's a co-authoring project. Everyone gets a chapter. Um, and so I'm, I'm finishing up my chapter and then just telling about my experience a little bit at, at Notre Dame of being in, a, you know, like I said, that, that kind of toxic environment and a lot of different pressures and, you know, et cetera, and, and the stuff that I kind of went through and, and how I overcame it. Um, so, so yeah, I'm very excited to share about that. Just the impact, the, the timing of it, I think it's very relevant right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super excited, you know, my, my, my intention, my plan, my vision, what I see is, is millions of copies being distributed and, and um, just just huge huge impact. Um, and um, every every all each of the authors get copyright, um, you know, um, co- copyright um, over the book. Like like they're able to distribute it. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm excited to you know um, I've I've been talking to a couple of different people and a couple of different channels and obviously people in my network about distribution and and yeah when I want to get it out to everyone you know I want everyone to uh, read these experiences and, and learn from them so that they can implement them in a lot within their lives without having to go through it with, with them themselves you know that's that's like the two ways we have to learn you know we either have to go through it ourselves and, and experience it so it um that that kind of the truth of the lesson resonates um even deeper like at the level it needs to um or we can you know learn from someone else and learn from someone else's experiences and, and um yeah kind of learn that way well I see like huge things for the book for sure like i see yeah, a, a ton of copies being sold for sure for sure yeah, um so one of my other questions is what kind of legacy do you want to leave hmm. when you leave this earth what's what's your legacy Ooh. my legacy is i just want to be known as the person who really was about love and light like someone that's like that's what this person was about like and if, if people like can, can take that away like that's that's perfect you know? Like if, if they didn't get anything else, like I don't really care about the athlete. The, um, you know, I've worked on business deals that were thirteen billion dollars, quarter billion dollars, all these you know large figures. You know, um, it, but it's not. It's not about that. You know, it's, it's about really like I, I was about love and light. You know, and, and I and I actively you know pursue that. Like I did my best to to show that every day. You know? And that's that's really just it. Yeah. I love that answer. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so for the listeners listening, where can they find you? If they want to reach out. Yes. So, um, as you know, my, my Instagram just got hacked. I can't um, believe so, that. It's crazy. Uh, so my new, uh, Instagram, I kind of had it as a backup. Um, it's called Maximus period Trismegistus. And for anyone 
doesn't know what trismegistus means. It means like thrice great. And um, it's basically popular with Hermes trismegistus, which is what the Greeks called um, the Egyptian god Thoth, um, who was a incredible writer, philosopher, all these type, uh, different types of incredible things. Uh, so yeah, I like trismegistus and, and Maximus resonates with me. My mom, my mom gave me the name Maxwell. She, she doesn't, she doesn't like that. I like calling myself Maximus. She's like, what's, what's wrong with Maxwell? Like, There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Like, my essence, my, my person, I, I feel like a Maximus. So um, yeah, that's, that's the name I'm, I've been evolving into. Um, yeah. Perfect. I'm going to put everything in the show notes too, your, the, your book and all that. Um, but again, Max, I truly, truly appreciate you just taking the time out and sharing your story because I think that that's like one of the reasons that I created this podcast is really to amplify others. And when yeah. I had this conversation with Peter, she's like, you have to share your story too. But honestly, this is like, this is what I love. This is, I love interacting with incredible humans and just being yeah. able to get their story out. Yeah. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And I definitely feel that good intentions um, nature, you know, it feels like a safe place. And I definitely, um, yeah, appreciate you. And yeah, maybe we'll have another conversation down the road as well. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And if you guys love this episode, please tag us. We'll shoot you a DM, share some love with you. And I just appreciate you, Matt. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you as well. Have a nice day. You too. (laughs) 